Welcome back to the All Blue New York Giants podcast, show, whatever. I'm your host, Aiden Nolan, and we'll be talking about one of the, probably one of the most upgraded position groups on the team, and we'll be talking about them receivers. Personally, I'm a receiver guy myself. So I thought it would be perfect to kick things off with talking about the receivers. Um, a lot of question marks going into the season. Like I said, it was my top three um, top three questions into the season, how they're going to do based off of a group. So we can kick things off. This will be going to the YouTube as well. Let me make sure I have that ready. All right. Let's kick it off. Hope all is well. Tomorrow, Giants play the Panthers. Pretty season game. I think a few more starters will be into the mix. Not going to have a preview for that, but we'll definitely uh, back it up with some stats and some highlights and stuff like that. Anyway, so with the res- with the receiver group, it gets dicey because we added Darren Waller, and I'm not going to count Darren Waller. I'm not going to count him as a wide receiver because he's obviously not. But we will just throw him in because he's a pass catcher. Um, So we'll kick it all right off. So the Giants last year had the fewest 20-plus yard passing plays in the league. They had 28. And they were dead last. And we bring in Waller, which I'm just going to touch briefly on because we're here, uh, has 53 career catches of 20-plus yards. Nine of those catches came in the same amount of games last year. In 2021, he had 13. 2020, he had 16. And 2019, he had 14. So obviously, bringing in Darren Waller will greatly help this stat. But the stat doesn't obviously mean anything. But the Giants did not take a lot of shots downfield, as we could see from the film last year. People blaming Daniel Jones. People blaming protection. People blaming receivers. I, for one, would blame receivers. All right, and we will go in depth about the 2022 wide receiver room to compare and uh, talk about it. But this year's receiving room, 2023 receiving room currently, I believe we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. But we had Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith was cut, but he's on this 14. But I believe, oh, and Makai. Right? Makai Polk. All right. So there's 14. Forgot to add him on this page. Went back to the old the old notes. Uh just easier. I don't know. I just like to write stuff down better. Anyway, go down this list. This is also from the unofficial depth chart. Um, so obviously Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, Jamison Crowder, Colin Johnson, David Sills, Bryce Ford Wheaton, Jaden Mickens, Khalil Pimpleton, Cole Beasley. And of course, Makai Polk. So that is right. I said the 14 guys um, on the unofficial depth chart, but not all of them are making the team. So I was looking it up. I wanted to see how many we carried last year uh, at the beginning of the year, which obviously um, NFL teams carry about five to six receivers, um, sometimes seven they're feeling it sometimes eight but usually it's five to six and i've broken it down into a few different categories so 
contested to make the team, I would say, is Jaden Mickens, Makai Polk, Khalil Pippleton. They're probably long shots. The only upside I could see is one of them making the team due to their special teams ability, aka Mickens, I believe is a kick returner, punt returner. I'm not sure if Polk or Pimpleton is, but I know Mickens is. So that could give him some upside to probably make the team. Um, question marks about Colin Johnson coming back from that ACL tear, David Sills and Bryce Ford Wheaton. We, we knew all the hype for Bryce Ford Wheaton. I'm not sure he might just be a practice squad player. Like I said, we could still have people on the practice squad and let's just jump to 20, 2022. Um, so in 2022, I'm going to read everybody, I believe, 14, 14 players. So Kenny Galladay, CJ Board, Darius Slayton, Colin Johnson, Wandale Robinson, Richie James, Alex Bachman, Austin Prohl, Sterling Shepard, Marcus Kemp, Robert Foster, Kadarius Tony, David Sills, and Keelan Doss. So that was the same time this year, the unofficial depth chart. That's what they had on it for that. Obviously, going into the season, I couldn't find a definitive, uh, like, starting who's not. But I can, I'm i pretty sure you could kind of just reminiscent of who started for that Tennessee game. Um, but also, this is what I do want to look up. But also, uh, Sterling Shepard got injured week what, three. So... Um, I'm going to look up uh, Hodgins. Yeah, so the Giants picked up uh, Isaiah Hodgins November 2nd, and he started playing right away in eight games. So he wasn't really beneficial. I don't know. Do I have Hodgins on this list? No, I don't. Yeah, good. So I don't have Hodgins on this list. And also – um. Colin Johnson got hurt. Darius Slayton got hurt. Wandale tore his ACL in that Lions game. So you do got to look at all these injuries that had effect. KT was injured every other week. But I narrowed it down to Slayton, James, Robinson, Shepard, Galladay. And I think that was it week one. I believe that's everyone who's maybe I think CJ board as well. Cause he had special teams upside, but I'm pretty sure week one, that was it. That's all I can remember personally, but the receivers who made the most impact, I looked at uh, the stats leaders and all of these receivers had at least one catcher more. And it's Slayton, James Hodgins, Robinson, Shepard, Johnson, Galladay and Sills. So right away, that's what, of eight people, eight receivers, and Robinson got towards ACL, and Sterling Shepard also towards ACL. So you take them two away, and you get six players that were meaningful in the Giants. And also, you take a look at Johnson, Galladay, and Sills. We're probably all the same position. Uh, Galladay was benched for Sills, and then Johnson came in, but that was kind of that that X you could say that X receiver. Um, but obviously you take that away. So it's about five to six, I would say about five to six, but you're going to carry obviously more. Um, so let's, let's talk about what I'm, what I would do. 
and then we could talk about, or should we talk about questions first? Let's talk about questions first. Questions first. And then we could jump into who do I think is going to make the team and whatnot, because there's a few question marks here. So I did not a poll, but I asked around a few different Giants fans and asked them, what are the biggest question marks for this 2023 wide receiver core? And I got four, I got more than four, but I narrowed it down to these four because I feel like these are probably the most important here. So number one is who's going to be the slot wide receiver. Once again, you take a look at our unofficial depth chart and you see a lot of names that can play in the slot. Jamison Crowder can play in the slot. Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, uh, Cole Beasley. uh, Who else? Paris Campbell has that outside inside versatility. And I believe that is it if we're counting people who would most likely play. Um, so right there, four, four receivers that could play the slot. Um, who I think now we have a question coming about Robinson and Sterling Shepard later. I should have probably answered that first because this is probably going to give away the answer. Let's do it. Let's do it both. All right. So one of the other questions was when will Sterling Shepard and Wandale be ready? It's kind of a two-parter. I didn't really think about this. So I don't think Sterling Shepard's been trending in the right direction. I'm pretty sure he's off the pup or going to be. Um, I think he'll be ready. I don't know if they'll play him right away, but he'll be ready week one. He won't start on the pup list. Wandale Robinson also trending in the right direction, but I don't think he was taken off of the pup list. I'm going to double check. Um, But I don't even think it's a, it's a matter if... If these guys are healthy, I don't think it'll make a difference on my. Let's go to the NFL rumors and updates. Let's see. Uh, They have absolutely nothing. Okay. I don't know, but I think he should be back. He should be back. If not, he might start on the pup list, but I think he's trending in the right direction. We'll leave that one alone. I, I think when he comes back, obviously you can't rush coming back from an ACL tear, as we know from Saquon. Saquon looked like a completely different back um, coming back from that ACL tear. Didn't look like his old self. And then the year after, he looked he looked a little better. So our standards for Wandale Robinson after that, he had a pretty good year, broke 100 yards, and then tore his ACL in the same game, which that's... Not good, but it's good that he was trending in the right direction. Um, I wouldn't rush Wandale Rat back, and I'm pretty sure as a coaching staff, they aren't going to either. So that takes him out of the mix. Sterling Shepard, I'm not sure what their what their plan is with him, but the safest option is I'm gonna say Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell's probably gonna start at the slot, but here's the thing: he has outside inside versatility, like I was talking about before. So what I could see them doing is putting him, if they want, on the outside, and I could see Cole Beasley coming in and stepping into that uh, slot role, which we've seen him throughout training camp, taking a lot of uh, a lot of the slot snaps, working with DJ, um, all kinds of things. So I think it's going to be either Campbell or Cole Beasley. I'm sorry, Sterling, love you to death, but I don't think that out the gate he i think he'll get pt i don't think he'll start and i think our starting slot receiver is going to be campbell and campbell's on the outside like i said he's versatile cole beasley will be in there 
So that answers that question. That also answers the Sterling Shepard Wandell Robinson question, which I don't know why. It's weird. Um, and then we'll go to will Jalen Hyatt make an immediate impact? All of the offseason hype and the 40 time, obviously, and how fast he is, really has been blowing up his name around the Giants community and saying, Oh, I love J- I love Hyatt as well. I'm not biased at all. I love Jalen Hyatt. I love watching his film. I don't think he's going to be an immediate impact player. I think he will be played in certain scenarios. Like, all right, we need a touchdown. Let's go five wide, throw him in there. Maybe he'll run by a a corner, but I still don't think his fundamentals are there. Um, I was watching some film breakdown in the preseason game and he tried running as like a stop and go. And it really just looked like he just tried to like turn and then just run by him. His foot, his footwork isn't that bad. No, I just think he needs to get better with his route running and use that speed wisely. I do think the giants will develop him. And I think as we progress throughout the season, he'll be getting more touches. He'll be getting more playing time. But as of right now, I don't think he's making an immediate impact. Maybe midseason, maybe down the line. Don't think right out the gate unless there's injuries. Unless there's injuries and we're forced to put Hyatt in early, which I pray we don't have early injuries. Hyatt probably won't play immediately, which he still looks good. But he's not that guy where, all right, we drafted him. He needs to play immediately. No, and it's better to develop your receiver so that down the road he will be much better. Um, So that's Hyatt. And then probably the diceiest question, who's the Giants wide receiver one? Um, And I think this question comes down to probably two names. Yeah, two names. And they're Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton. Both of these guys were considered the Giants wide receiver one last year. Hodgins more because he was more developed. But as much as a lot of Giants fans still hate Slayton, I think Slayton is still the clear-cut wide receiver one. Um, last year, we it, when he wasn't on the field, it was terrible. And he definitely helped a lot, and he definitely proved. Hodgins, yes, Hodgins has him in height. If you're looking for that X wide receiver, the, the, you know, that X wide receiver, I think Hodgins is 6'3". And yes, if you're wondering, clear-cut X wide receiver, yes, it would be the guy with that's that's uh, taller. But in my opinion, yeah, he's 6'3". Uh, Slayton's like 6'1". Um, but in my opinion, I still think it's Darius Slayton, and I still think that he has the edge, and I think he's the clear-cut Giants wide receiver one. Does it mean he's going to be playing every single snap? No. It doesn't, but but like I said, the Giants are going to be shuffling in and out receivers in different packages, different personnel groupings. Campbell might be a, a, a running back. It might be pro whatever, pro right, and they'll have Saquon behind DJ. Campbell on the other side. Maybe they throw Slane on one side. Beasley, like you could do all these different combinations, and that's why you like versatility which is what Dable emphasized, and this is what Joe Shane got us. So I think it's Slayton still. Slayton still had the the highest upside. Hodgins will be in the mix, but Slayton gets Slayton gets wide receiver one uh, ability. So that was, I believe, that was that. It's all the questions. But still, you take a look at 
last year's receiving group, and you look at ours, and it's significantly better, and that's good. But what you got to be worried about is how will injuries affect us? We saw how injuries affected us last year. Like I said, you looked at our top eight receivers in receiving. Two of them tore their ACL. Um, and what else? Two of them shouldn't have made the team. Sorry, Marcus Johnson and David Sills, but you shouldn't have. And one just didn't. I don't even know what happened to Galladay, man. I'm not going to lie. But And then Richie James. He's playing for the Chiefs now, but... You take a look, and there's four guys on this list that are still on the team. Well, five, technically. But it's just crazy. It's like, look how far we came, and we still got to head in the right direction. But this year definitely brings a lot of question marks for receiving group. Waller helps. Waller and Bellinger definitely help. And I really think that this offense will produce more 20-plus yards plays, and they'll also just be a better offense than last year. Um. I believe they ranked the middle of the pack in offense. Uh, Giants offense 2022 ranks. They ranked 21.5 in points per game. And I would love to see the official rankings. Yeah, they're probably middle of the pack, I would say, right? Middle of the pack. Yeah, they were middle of the pack. Hold on. I don't know why this is taking forever, but this will be my last point. Yeah, they're in the middle of the pack. I'm not going to count up. One, two. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So about middle of the pack. Yes. Uh, 17th in the NFL, which honestly, if you're going to want to be a great team, your offense can't be 17th in the NFL, which I do think they will jump up. They'll probably be top 13, I would say. Definitely top 10. And that's a bold statement. But I do think with our weapons here, but once again, I'm emphasizing the same thing, and it's getting annoying. I hate saying this, and it's getting on my nerves, but it's inevitable. Injuries. Can we stay healthy? That would be amazing, but nothing's guaranteed. Anyway, wasn't able to get my co-host back i don't know when he'll ever be back but giants take on panthers tomorrow i don't have who's expected to play i'm sorry they they really aren't releasing anything but i do expect some more starters to play it's obviously on that life um that's pretty much all i really touch on for the panthers because once again preseason game and also, you never know. It's preseason. But it's great to, to get some more analysis on these players. It'll be fun. It'll be great to watch. 7 p.m. Friday. What else? Uh, in other news, Buccaneers are using the Giants facility to practice, which is hilarious. Um, Because old Baker Mayfield, uh, I remember him talking trash about DJ. And now he's on his, what team is he on? His fourth team? Yeah, so crazy. Like, Baker, honestly, completely unrelated to the Giants. But it's funny. He went bounced around from the Browns. Where did he go to first? He went to Panthers, right? Yeah, Panthers, Rams. Am I? No. Yeah, he played on the Panthers. Panthers, Rams, and then Bucks, obviously, which is funny because he just talks smack. So, Hey, man, 
who's still on their first team, who got a nice contract, and who is bouncing around. I honestly, that offense, I that's a that's a weird offense to me because you still have some talent around you, but the quarterback position is so questionable. You look at the Jets, probably the same from last year with Zach Wilson. It's like, damn, they had a pretty good team. Their quarterback was terrible, terrible, which they did sign Dalvin Cook in the Giants world. You hate to see it because as a Giants fan, just, you know, always being the better team to the Jets and always being like, they'll always, the Jets are going to jet like they're, and then in this one offseason, they just gather all these people. And now it's kind of like, damn. Is this really going to happen? Are they going to be better? I really hope not, though. Because the Giants, we're, the Giants are going to giant, and they're going to be better. Mark my words, we're being better than the Jets this year. Don't actually, yes, at me. Um, but with that, that'll wrap up this podcast about the wide receiver core. Not sure when I'll make another one, uh, another pod, hopefully soon. But with that, let's go Giants, baby. <laughs>